Welcome to this Food Thing podcast. This is the place where we talk about our relationship with food, whether it is friend or foe, easy or less so, and how it affects our behavior. I'm so excited to introduce our first ever video course, the Creative Recovery Accelerator, or for ease, the CRA. What story do you tell yourself about your eating disorder? What feelings and emotions are you trying to avoid with your ED behaviors? How do you talk to your body? And what beliefs are you hanging on to to keep you where you are? The CRA will work on all ED and addictive behaviors. And wherever you are along your recovery journey, it will help you either stay on track, start, or accelerate further. Make peace with yourself, shift your perspective, and get well. I know how hard it is to let go of ED and addictive behaviors, which is why I've created the CRA, so we can help as many people as possible. Just visit lovethisfoodthing.com forward slash accelerator for all of the details. Here's today's episode. Welcome back to Love This Food Thing podcast. For the second time this season, I am joined by two gorgeous guests. Will Callahan is a PR ledge and has represented talent from The X Factor, The Voice, Junior Bake Off, one of the best shows on telly for me, actually, Will. I think it's brilliant. To Broadway and West End actors, Will is also, and probably more importantly, the founder of VLand UK, an online vegan magazine. He is passionate about veganism and living life in the most compassionate way. He is actively involved with bringing the vegan community together. And to this end, I would also like to introduce Elle James, the new CEO of VLand. Hurrah! Elle is staunchly an anti-diet anti-calorie counting, ex-bariatric surgery patient navigating vegan life post-weight loss surgery. I'm so delighted to welcome you both to Love This Food Thing podcast. Hey! <laughs> hello, hello Gemma, how are you? Yeah, very good. Bunting, streamers, crowds out <laughs> in the street, it's finally happened. Yes, finally, thank you. Oh, thank you lovely. so much for inviting us. Oh, it's yes, my absolute pleasure because Will is, before you arrived, Elle, and it's amazing that you have, Will has, um, well, we've had a bit of a relationship, haven't we? So I've yes, been yes, yes. with you. Yeah, so yeah. it's terrific. It's been terrific. <laughs> okay, so we're on the clock because I have a puppy and a puppy sitter. So we're going we're gonna, to like dive in and I'm going to ask you, so Elle, when you sent me your bio, I really laughed because it was, apart from the fact that it was in like big, bold <laughs> font, it was so like, here it is, because I read it exactly yeah. because normally I kind of edit and I just, I just got such a, a feeling of you and kind of what you'd been through. So I'm going to fire the first question at you and then we're going to move on to you, Will. So okay. clearly your relationship with food is um, checkered. How would you describe it now, friend or foe? Is food friend or foe? Oh, it's a really difficult one because I want to say both. Yeah. Um, and I'll elaborate a little bit more on on sort of both sides of it as we go along. Um, but right now, food is fuel and that's all it needs to be for me. But it's also extremely exciting. So that's very interesting. I've only ever had one other guest who said that. He was a personal trainer and he was mm-hmm. like, I can eat sweet corn three times a day, every day for eight months if it gets me to where I need to be. Yeah. So... That's a very neutral um, and place with which kind of without any conflict. How did you get there? 
With a great deal of difficulty. Uh, I grew up with binge eating disorders. Um, I grew up with making myself sick and I had such a terrible relationship with food. And um, I grew up in a lot of food poverty as well and had a lot of childhood trauma. So all of those things combined kind of made it led me into a situation where food was the only thing I had control over um, but in a way I had absolutely no control over it because I didn't teach myself about nutrition nobody taught me about the value of food so it was literally just a case of learning about food myself and trying to teach myself that food can be good it can be exciting and it can be healthy um yeah it, it's it's been really really difficult but I'm finally at a stage where I feel good about food that's amazing. Can we just go back a little bit? Because I have a huge history of bulimic behaviours. Mm-hmm. Do you know what feelings you were trying to hold on to and grab when you were binging? And conversely, what you were then trying to get rid of? Do you know what you were? Absolutely. Mm, um, yeah. So um, just a, a slight trigger warning for anybody that might be listening, because I do mention um, sexual assault, but I was sexually assaulted when I was eight or nine. Um, and when that happened, my default was I need to reclaim my own body. And the way I'm going to do that is I'm going to eat as much as I possibly can so that anybody that looks at me thinks, look at that disgustingly big person. I'm going to try and not use negative terms just because anyone listening shouldn't ever feel negative about their body. But at the time it was, let me make myself as big as possible so that anybody who looks at me wouldn't find me attractive because I was in that mindset of, okay, you're growing, you know, when you're like nine, 10, 11, 12, you're growing breasts. Um, you become quite womanly looking. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so I was, I had all of that self-consciousness that comes with puberty, but also I had that almost shame from what had happened. And it happened over a prolonged period of time as well. Um, So with me eating and then throwing up or um, trying, putting myself into situations that were triggering for me, um, I was just trying to make myself as unattractive as possible. And the way that I grew up with an emotionally abusive parent, I was under the impression that to be as big as possible meant that you were just grotesque and you were not worthy and you are not somebody that people will find attractive and it will never happen to you again. Um, It took me, I'd say, maybe about 15 years before I even put two and two together and just thought, actually, the way that I can reclaim my body is by owning who I am and being grateful that I even exist because at the end of the day, we're all just stardust encased in yeah. meat bags and skin flying <laughs> through a hurtling it's rocket a carbon. space. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, it's been a rough journey and it's by no means over. Um, I still have days where I don't feel worthy or I feel really, really unconfident Mm. in myself but equally I have days where I just think you know what I'm not going to make myself as small as possible nobody is going to put me into a box nobody's going to force me into fitting their idea of you know the perfect specimen in society what I do like to do is I like to use my platform to say food is fuel but it's also really exciting and let's learn about these things together let's learn about nutrition and do this together because nobody was there for me when I was growing up. So it's just my way of trying to share my experiences. Okay. Uh, yeah. Amazing. And, um, man, you're 
resilient, you know, that takes an awful lot to do that. I'm sure you've had support and we might go back and talk about that a little bit. Just one quick question, going back on what you've just said, again, this might be triggering. When you were getting rid of what you consumed, were Mm -hmm. you getting rid of the shame? Absolutely. Right. Okay. Because I attributed my shame to being the reason why it happened. So in effect, I was eating the food to make myself bigger so it would never happen again. But then I was throwing it up so that I could reclaim control over my body. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's just such a a kind of um, strong metaphor, isn't it? And and behaviour. Wow. Okay. So, Will... Mm. (laughs) how would you describe your relationship with food would you describe it as a friend or a foe i okay i think it's both okay yeah um because the thing is uh, especially like as a vegan okay people think like oh because he's vegan and he's eating like vegan food or plant-based food means like he's healthier but it's not true no, you know, because yeah. like I mean, like especially now in Vland, we try like so many different foods. I mean, like people they send, they people they sent us like um, they have sent us like you know, like everything you can possibly imagine. You know, like in terms of like <laughs> snacks and like chocolate and like uh, frozen food, the fresh food. You know, <laughs> and and I mean like you know, and and then okay, of course we we, we I mean I always. I always try to try the food, you know, yeah. and then I can give them like a feedback. And sometimes it's hard, you know what I mean? Because like we, we, we try, oh, and you think like, oh my God, you know what I mean? Is this like, um, if veganism like m- mean, means to be healthier, you know what I mean? Like based like on what you eat, you know what I mean? Sometimes you f- feel like, oh, it's not really. Is that, does that make sense? No, it does. makes complete sense because this is one of the the kind of flags that I fly because you're right that the the uh, perception and the branding and the advertising and the conversation around vegan food is that it's healthier, it's better for you, it's better for the planet, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But also, what's get what has got missed is that now all the big food companies are involved, and so it's mass produced and it's processed. Yeah, exactly. And, and people, yeah. you know what I mean. And, and and I think like these days, okay, became like more a label. You know what I mean? Oh, it's vegan. So yeah. I mean, unfortunately, I know like at the end of the day, I mean the brands they need to make money and they sure. need to make, pay, pay their bills the same way like we have to pay our bills ourselves consumers but the same time i don't know if i'm making sense but at the same time you know like um i feel like veganism like i mean especially like for food you know what i mean like everyone put like the label vegan you know and sometimes it's not like very healthy you know and uh yeah so so and and, and for me okay it becomes like a, a problem because i love to eat ah, you know if you say okay. like i mean like i eat like i mean Wait for seven. I mean, like I'm always eating, you know, and, and and also because like I suffer from anxiety and depression. So you know, like of course, like food is always like um, a way to try like compensate, you know. And I'm always like working like on this like this side, you know what I mean? Of like how to balance my because how to balance my anxiety with my um, lifestyle is that make sense because yeah. one of the things one of the things like i i'm learning now okay is that like uh, how can i be happy with my anxiety you know what i mean rather than get rid of my anxiety you know because i have like tried for many years and i feel now it's part of me you know so i'm learning how to deal with my how to be happy with my anxiety and try to don't like um discount that like on food does that make sense it does not and I'm like so- i eat you know 
I, uh, yeah, and I'm think a couple of things. I'm thinking about as we mature emotionally and and psychically, we are hopefully able to contain our feelings and I, our our states and our emotions rather than you know getting rid of stuff. It's like well, it's there. I, we live in an anxious making world, don't we? Yeah, I mean, definitely. I, I feel now because I'm like getting to my 40s, you know, <laughs> I'm more like, you know, like again, like more mature, you know what I mean? And I can like, uh, I, I feel like I can control my emotions more than my emotions can control me. Is that yeah. make sense? Yeah, yeah. You know, but of course, like, you know, but of course, like if I, I don't know if for any reason, you know what I mean? Like I forget, you know what I mean? Like I have to control my emotions or I have like tried to, you know what I mean? I always go like for, I always go for food, you know what I mean? So you do you mean? Like, does, does food soothe you? Does it, is it like an ointment? Does it make you feel better? And then do I, you go, oh no, it doesn't make me feel better. Yes and yes and not, you know what I mean? But the thing is, okay, I love food because I'm Brazilian, okay? And also mm. like, uh, I mean, half Brazilian, half Italian, you know? Right, right. And if you ask like, then if you ask, okay, but what kind of food like you, you eat, okay? I will tell you, I mean, if I eat like, if I have like breakfast, lunch and dinner, okay? Probably like uh, between, I mean, I have like three meals a day. So two of my meals, okay, is always like around like Italian food, you know what I mean? Pasta, pizza, mm, these kind mm, of things, mm, you know mm, what I mean? Mm. So it's not just because the anxiety, it's because like I also like to eat, you know? And I married someone, okay, who also loved to eat and Italian <laughs> food, you know what I mean? So, so yeah, it's a mix. That's why my, my relationship with food like is a little bit complicated, you know? However, what? however, Food is one of the best things like in the world. I mean, it's so good to eat, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, like... yeah, but it's, it's conflicting, isn't it? And I'm, what, I'm yeah. what I'm wondering is, does, does eating calm your anxiety? Um, I don't think so. I think like oh. my anxiety, okay, comes more from work. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, um, yeah, I mean, like, uh, I, I'm used to do, like, 10 things at the same time, you know? But then sometimes, okay, I get into, like, um, really bad ideas of, like, really, like, you know what I mean? Like, bad, like projects, you know what I mean? They feel like, oh, oh, my God, you know what I mean? Like, wow, like a big mistake, you know? Then, of course, then once, like, I'm in, you know, I don't want to give up. Then mm. I start, like, get, like, very anxious. Then, of course, I go, like, you know what I mean? for like the food side yeah 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 yeah, yeah. that makes sense oh, it makes no it makes completely sense and actually it's nothing to do with food it's how we behave around it how we yeah, feel yeah. about it you know and how we manifest our behavior with food because i think it's a very easy straightforward uh place to work our stuff at would you agree with that l Absolutely. Um, it comes to a point where you have to almost think to yourself, okay, well, my emotions are getting out of control. Am I eating this food because I really enjoy it? Or am I eating this food because right now I'm so stressed, I just need something that's going to nourish my soul? So yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. Yeah, but, but with me, okay, I think it's both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I like, I mean, okay, because the good thing is, okay, when I eat, okay, overeat, okay, I eat like the things I like. Does <laughs> that make sense? So, do you like feeling full? I, I mean, I do, f I mean, yeah, I mean, it makes me feel like really full, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, yeah. You feel satiated and happy and grounded. And because if you said to me, do you like feeling really full? I'd be like, no, I don't like that feeling so much. I like to feel a little less than full, you know, so that I still have some space. But And you were like, no, I love that feeling. So, so interesting. 
Yeah. Sorry, I don't I, I don't know if my example like really will like help your listeners, but yeah, my relationship with, with, with food is yeah, I mean it's a little bit like complicated but um but i love food you know no no it does help listeners because everyone's relationship is complicated because it's about their emotional state and their feelings so of course and every everyone is is different we're just going to take a quick break Hi, welcome back to Love This Food Thing podcast. Couldn't get my teeth out there. Love This Food Thing podcast, couldn't say it. And I'm here with Elle and I'm here with Will. And I'd just like to pick up on a point from previously, Elle, about how you got yourself back on your feet and how and the kind of support that you needed or did you do it by yourself? Um, because it sounds like the, the arc is dramatic, isn't it? It is. And the thing is, we could we could delve into it, but we would be here for hours. Um, The short and short of it is um, I reached a point where I was sort of in my mid 20s. I was ready to settle down, start thinking about having children. Yeah. And um, I suddenly started having a lot of health problems. I was tired all the time. Um, I couldn't breathe properly half the time. My hair was falling out. My skin and nails were just really awful. So I had a battery of tests done and it came back that I had polycystic ovaries. Um, and then everything sort of spiraled from there. And I went through all the different consultants trying to get some answers and try and feel better. And the only thing that helped, and I know I've had bariatric surgery, the only thing that has helped me is a vegan diet. Right. vegan lifestyle and is that also because you're in your heart mm-hmm. and you know at the base of your emotions you're living a, a truly compassionate authentic life is that do you think that's what the bedrock of it um it's definitely a factor mm. for sure it's definitely a factor um but I think that the the core of it is I was left on my own for so long, just desperate to try and find answers. And as a society, it is ingrained in us. If you look at the NHS, it's, you know, you must eat your five portions of fruit and veg a day and you must eat this much red meat and you must eat this much fish and to get dairy or, cal- uh, sorry, to get calcium, you must eat dairy. Mm. So you grow up with all of these ideas or this ideological state that is just it's hammered at you. I mean, yeah. I remember going on school trips and we were shown how to how to milk a cow's udders and really? that kind of thing. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So it just <laughs> becomes so ingrained that it's so difficult to see outside of the box. And for me, um, having gone through bariatric surgery, I had no support after that. I had no dietitian input, no psychological input. It was just, I paid a private company to do it. They did it and then they left me high and dry. I had to have it revised after a year. It left me with a lot of medical issues and some quite serious side effects as well. And the only thing... And this is supposed, this is, I suppose, my biggest mistake is having that surgery. I regret it more than anything else in the world. Because what I've learned, I do, absolutely. What I've learned is that my food problems were so deeply intertwined with trauma that I 
what I should have done is I should have tried to repair my relationship with food rather than having, you know, my entire body sliced open and having my intestines rearranged and all that kind of stuff. I really wish that I dedicated more time to truly learning about food and the different lifestyles that are available and understanding where food comes from and how it manifests inside of the body. Um, but the surgery itself was the worst thing I ever did. I really, really regret it every single day. Was the surgery like the end of the abuse? Um, yeah, it was. After that, I decided that what I need to do is I need to focus on repairing my body, repairing my mind. I'm now in my 30s and I still don't have children, but I don't feel like until I've put everything to bed and kind of dealt with everything fully, I don't feel as though I'm there yet. So you've never been offered any psychological support or did you ha did you find that on your own or did you did you not find any? Have you not had any? So I am now under the NHS bariatric service, but I had to fight for years. Um, I wasn't told before I had my surgery done privately that when you agree to have a bariatric surgery done privately, your GP is no longer legally obligated to take over their care after they discharge you. Right. So I was on, I'd say, upwards of about 50 different tablets a day. Wow. I was on fragment anticoagulant injections. I was high risk of blood clots. And my private, my private hospital discharged me two years after my surgery. So I was suddenly in a position where it was going to cost me nearly £400 a month just to get hold of all my medication. My GP surgery at the time refused to take me on because... The way they saw it, and I kind of understand it, is that they shouldn't have to take on a private patient because yeah, yeah. it wasn't done through them. Mm. So I had to fight with the CCGs to try and get some help. And now, thankfully, I'm under the bariatric service and they weigh me every month. And they are really trying to help me gain a better relationship with food. But do they offer you, do they offer you therapy? Um, no, I've actually had to pay a private therapist for the past two years um, to go through EMDR, to go through CBT and DBT. And she's actually a qualified clinical supervisor as well. So she's actually, um, she's training to be a psychologist. I yeah, 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 um, yeah, I do say that. Has that, really, yeah. has that, has that helped? Has that been a turning point? Absolutely. It's been a, life, a lifeline. Um, to be completely honest, mm. compared to where I was two years ago, um, maybe three years ago, I was working for the NHS. I was in a situation where I was being bullied um, for my weight. I was being told that if I looked a bit sweaty during the pandemic, I was forced to go down to A&E and have wow. my temperature taken, even wow. if I've been moved, you know, running around the hospital. Because, and I quote, if my colleague's mum died of COVID and it came from me, I would have blood on my hands. Wow. So that was the kind of situation I was dealing with. And I became suicidal and because of that, I mean, I was, I was ready. I had a plan. I was ready to enact it. I was done, completely done. Um, and it was only at that point when people finally started listening to me, I finally got my therapist involved. We finally started to move forward and I started to repair my relationship with my brain, with my body. Mm. Um, yeah, it's been a really rough ride. Yeah, but wow. I mean... God, look at you go, you know, yeah. incredible because, you know, not everyone survives. No. Not everyone has the, can build the resilience and get themselves back on their feet. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that. Will, oh, no, oh, no, I could, yeah, and you're right. Maybe we're going to have to come back and do like a day long podcast. Absolutely. <laughs>
<laughs> so, Will, with your anxiety and your, you know, your job, the industry that you work in, and I'm going to share something now. I hope this is all right. You know that thing that I said yeah, about course. that I read on LinkedIn? Yes, of course, yes. So when yes. I, this is for the listeners. When I first came across Will, I don't normally do this, but I did a little bit of Googling, Googling and I, I saw something that he'd written on LinkedIn because I think one of your staff sent me someone. I thought, who is this person sending me someone? How exciting. And, uh, and he'd written something like, uh, now setting up a, a, a vegan magazine, uh, you know, kind of ex-PR or PR, um, and just want to leave the industry because it's just full of bull****. And as I said to you in the break, I fell in love with you <laughs> a little bit for saying that. So just, I, I don't know what I'm asking. I just want you to talk about how you, more how you manage your anxiety and about PR and what you led you to set up the magazine and do all this amazing stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have worked with like a few outlets, like for a few, few shows and, and also outlets mm. and, and uh, um, reality shows like for almost like 10 years, like a few celebrities here, like in the UK and America. Yeah. And basically two years ago before like Villand, I was done. You know what I mean? I wow. just like said like, oh, I don't want this anymore. Now like I became vegan. I want to try to, I, I, I mean, I, I, always, I have been always like very proactive always like you know what i mean comes with ideas and let's make this happen let's open something let's you know what i mean find like yeah. solutions like you know and um and i was like very 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 like upset because like after like 10 years i you know i was like very unhappy i have been like always unhappy to be honest you know like i mean completely like unhappy you know and i was like um kind of put my frustration and my my happiness like in my my relationship like with my husband with my family with my friends you know and and then i thought like oh now like i became vegan and i think um i don't know i you know i really my my thoughts and my 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 goals really align with the 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 community now what I mean like we 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 aim like for the planet for you know what i mean like uh, for what like we believe you know as vegans and then i i decide like no i think it's like a good opportunity to stop doing like pr and 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 give up like this bullshit you know what i mean where i had to be responsible for like people's dreams people's like people's fail how can i say fail failures yeah failures, yeah, yeah yeah absolutely you know? yeah yeah and then yeah and i mean like was like really really Crazy, yeah. That's why I, I say. I, that's why I always say, like, uh, working as as a PR, especially like working with celebrities, was like um, a bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, was no, no. It's crazy. Excuse <laughs> no, me. No, I no, know. Yeah. I know. No, I'm just yeah, you, you know what I mean? Because you. <laughs> no, I know. I know. Yeah, it's, I know. I know. Sounds funny, but uh, you know, like, um, yeah. I mean, like, uh, it's complicated because, like, you, you know, you need the money, you know, and you need like because like. The end of the day, those people, your clients, they become like a product, you know, and you yeah. have to sell them, you know. Yeah. But how can you sell like a product when you don't believe in that product? Ah, uh, you know I mean? there you go. Yeah. You know, and and the worst thing is, okay, you have to sell them as they are like um most of the time like they are perfect, you know what I mean? Mm. And and they are not because they are like human beings. I mean, like me, like you, you know, and they have yeah. like lots of, you know what I mean, like faults and, and 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 struggles you know what i mean and 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 yeah and it was hard you know what i mean because like i was like living like a a lie 
Yeah. That makes sense. Like, yeah, you know, of course, of like course. With, with, with my career and, and I was like, I was, I wasn't enjoying anymore, you know, like, uh, yeah, I mean, it was, was really, yeah, it was, was like a really weird time. I mean, especially like the, the last two years, you know, like, uh, I mean, after, I mean, during COVID, I had stopped. Then a year later, I came back like doing PR for another year. But then that year, I mean, was 2021. Yeah, it was like, um, yeah, I mean, was my, my basically my last year working with celebrities. Like uh, I had enough, you know what I mean? Like the, the end of 2021, I decided like, oh, this is not for me anymore. And then it was when Villand came. So (laughs) you make complete sense. And I completely relate to the fact that if you're not doing something that is feels authentic and worth getting out of bed for in the morning and it makes you feel good when you get in the night. And they stress the pressure, you know what I mean? Because, you know, I mean, people, they just want want to. I mean, I mean, I'm not saying like it's different to Villain. I mean, it's kind of the same because I mean, the brands and the community, they, they, they want, 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 you know what I mean? But at least, okay. I know now I can give some, it's different, you know what I mean? I can give something from my heart, you know what I mean? I can put my passion there, you know? Like in yeah. PR, it was like more about like the money, you know? Like, and, and about the money and about like the status, you know what I mean? Just like um, as a PR, I, I was nice to like, I mean, oh, it was like my, rep- I mean, how can I explain that? But was like more about like, oh yes, I want people to see me as like the cool guy because I know people, you know, yeah. I can go to events, I can get like, you know, yeah, vibes and, and other things and, and people, they contact me. I get like, I mean, 20 mails like every day, you know, and people invite me to go this place, go that place, you know what I mean? Like, and, and then I know like famous people, I used to work, I mean, like I can work with this person, I can meet like producers, I can meet like directors, I can, does that make sense? Yeah, so of course about, it like, oh, it's, it's, it's a, was about like, oh, I'm that, I'm, I'm the guy, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, it's, it's completely different than now, you know, like, um is, I mean, it's totally different. It's about like passion, compassion and yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I just think that that's, um, you know, what you've just described and you, you had enough, but, you know, it's very glittery and it's what lots of people dream about, you know, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, Nothing like, wrong like, with that. Uh, yeah, I mean, to be honest, okay, people, they 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 don't understand sometimes like why I, st- why I have stopped like work, work as a PR. I mean, I still like do PR, but now I don't like... Uh, I don't work with celebrities anymore, you know, and yeah. um, and especially because like the celebrities I used to work were like people from reality shows. So like, in, I mean, like to be honest, I don't think they are like really celebrities, you know. <laughs> That's why, like, when when I say like the boo, I stop like the bullshit right? because for me they're not like celebrities, you know what I mean? Uh, so yeah, they are all like oh god, crazy people. Anyway, so, okay, okay, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's great. I'm now just wondering before we we take another quick break. Uh, how did you? Okay, so you set up VLAN because that's what we're going to talk about for the rest of the interview. Yeah. How how did you come on board, Elle? Because you are relatively new, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, that's right. So, um, effectively, what happened was I came on as a writer, and um, I think my first article 
correct me if I'm wrong, Will, but my first article was that the most read article that we yeah, had on the website. Yeah, yeah, yeah did um, very well. <laughs> what, 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 what was the article? <clears throat> it was um, a review on Cozy Jazz Cafe, which is a jazz cafe uh, that has a vegan menu in Blackpool. Okay. Um, and being involved in the community is something that's really, really uh, one of my passions, supporting small businesses, um, trying to help people for as, lo- as much as I possibly can is something that I care quite a lot about. So um, what happened was um, Will invited me to an event at Arapina Bakery uh, in London, an amazing, amazing <gasps> I was bakery. Not, I was meant to come to that event, but I Will couldn't. You? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh we would have um, met. Anyway, go on, go on. We <laughs> and the funny thing is I woke yeah. up on the morning and I felt so anxious because I immediately almost went back into that childlike state of, oh yeah. God, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to be comparing my body to everybody else's in the room. Mm, I don't know what yeah. to expect. I'm so nervous. And like yeah. Will said earlier in the interview, people have this perception of veganism as, oh, you know, you must run 10 Ks every weekend. You must be biking up to Scotland and then down to Devon <laughs> on a Saturday. Um, and that's, that is not the case. Like you can be someone who is bigger and vegan and you can still be healthy. Um, BMI doesn't mean anything BMI is complete bullshit and I will fight anybody that tries to tell me that medicine should be based on BMI that is absolute bullshit and I will fight to the very death (laughs) to make sure that BMI is no longer a criteria that people have to fit themselves into it's old stuff Um, isn't it it's old very old but I think you know I think this is normal to feel anxious before social events and that whole contrast and compare you know, this is what our society does. So did you, did you, did you know Will anyway? Not really. Oh. We'd, kind of, okay. we'd kind of talked a little bit on Instagram, you know, like he'd commented on a few pictures and I'd kind mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. shared a few things to do with VLAND. And then as soon as I went to the event, I turned up late, which was just the worst thing. That yeah. Happened. Oh, God. Um, because <laughs> I, I drive an electric car and to get from Blackpool to London in an EV, um, is terrible and it took us about 10 hours to get down and there were like five charger stops so by the time we got there we were a little bit late will was giving a speech and i kind of just snuck in and just stood there (laughs) a little bit like like a broom and was like oh god what do i do with myself (laughs) and he was giving this amazing speech and um him and michaela the owner of arabina bakery right amazing amazing people and i think i can speak for us both when i just say that we just gelled immediately yeah. and it felt like this was someone I'd known for my entire life. And then as we got to know each other's skill sets, um, we kind of talked a bit about how VLAND needed a little bit more structure and needed somebody who um, who is involved with different businesses and knows how social media works and also has a business background as well because my background is NHS business administration. So I've kind of got a very rigid background. And then Will was like, please be my CEO. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm, I'm, okay. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, 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 is, go, go, go. Yeah, because the thing, the, the thing is, okay, I mean, the, I mean, we matched, I mean, like straight away because mm-hmm. I found like someone with the same energy, someone like who can do like 10 times at the same time. And some yeah. so, someone who, if I if I say like, oh, let's make like an event, okay? You mean, then you say, yeah, let's make, you know what I mean? Let's make it happen. Let's let, then she goes, I mean, like online and find place and find like, you know what I mean? Like this kind of things, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like, I think it's 
part of my also my culture as like um brazilian like latin you know what i mean like mm -hmm. that thing about like oh let's make it happen and let's like you know yeah. the, the energy you know what i mean that thing about like um you know like i mean like you know as a latin you mean we say like we are more open because we mm -hmm. always go out and you mean the weather really helps you, you know are, what i mean are, so yeah are. and we are very like passionate i mean and i and i thought like Oh God! I found someone like the UK, like me. <laughs> someone like I mean, who aligns me the same like thoughts and wants the same thing. Does that make sense? It makes some yeah. sense. We're going to take a quick break. Welcome back to Love This Food Thing podcast. I'm here with Will and Elle. We're just talking about how exciting life is, what it takes to set a business up and the kind of dynamism and, and Will's passion. And he found someone like Elle who matched him. And do you know what? I run all the podcasts by myself. Well, no, I have a social media person, a sound engineer. That's a bit of a lie. But it takes a lot, doesn't it? It takes a lot to build a business and make things happen and include people. So hats off to both of you. Keep talking about VLAND and what you're up to and what you're doing yeah. and you know anything in particular that you really want to say. So uh, for me, the thing that I love about VLAND, um, mm. VLAND has become almost my entire personality at this point. Everyone I meet, I'm like, oh, have you heard of VLAND? Have you heard of VLAND? Go onto the website. You just go and look at this article. Um, but the thing that I love the most is the fact that it is an all-inclusive platform. Everybody and everybody is, is welcome. Uh, VLAND. It doesn't matter if you're trans, if you're black, it doesn't matter where you're from. We will accept you for who you are. If you tell me that your pronouns are they, them, I will respect that. And so will Will. And so will VLAND. You are welcome to join the VLAND family. And we, we, say, we say on VLAND, we say like uh, uh, on VLAND, you don't need a passport. Yeah. <laughs> Even, even though even there are no, <laughs> there are no borders, even though it's global. No, yeah. Exactly. Carry on. Exactly. Sorry. Yeah. So um, um, by doing it in that way, where everybody is welcome, and if you come to us with um, questions, one of my or two of my sort of little mottos are: I lead with love. Mm. And number two is I don't say no. So if you come to me with an idea and I don't think it's a good idea, I won't say no. I'll say, okay, that is a good idea, but let's look at a different perspective. Yeah. Let's try and turn it on its head. So I don't like to say no to people. I like to try and change people's perceptions. And the other thing that I truly love about uh, VLAND is the fact that we try and make veganism as accessible as possible for as many people as possible. We're not a preachy platform. Vegans already know what animals go through. We're not going to be sharing, you know, these articles that are just going to turn people that aren't vegan off. Yeah. What we want to do is we want to create these small, slow, sustainable changes that are more sustainable over a long period of time rather than try and shock people. We've seen how the shock factor works for companies like Viva, who are amazing, and we love Viva, but it's not right for us and for our platform and for our readers. We like to refer to people that aren't vegan as V-curious. V-curious, that's great. V-curious, yeah. Great. Um, and we try and just say to them, okay, well, you know, you don't have to jump into veganism overnight. You don't have to jump into being completely meat-free straight away. Whatever you are willing to do is enough for what you're doing right now. Could you be doing more? I mean, we all could be doing more. If we tr if we were truly honest, we could all be doing more. Yeah. But I do believe that there is compassion burnout as well or compassion fatigue where 
as activists and as vegans, we are naturally more empathic. So we have to really look after our own mental health. And the worst thing that we could do is try and push people away when we should be bringing everyone together and creating this idea that we are a family and we all work together and we all support each other. Yeah, and I, I add something to what Elle said. Yeah. I believe, okay, uh, a good active. This, this is my my perception about veganism. I believe that a good activism comes from a place of love. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, don't, I, I don't I don't think like we are there to judge people. You know, because yeah. I have met like I have met many vegans, okay, who say, "Oh, but I'm a vegan. I'm a vegan." But like, mm-hmm. like their actions, okay, it's really like you know what I mean? Like, oh my god, they become like really. I'm sorry, I, I know I can't swear, but... Like, they are like judgmental. They are, yeah. You Milit- know I mean? Militant, like, militant. Yeah, exactly, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, and, and, and I know people, okay, who are not vegan, okay, but their actions, okay, it's like, wow, it's amazing, you know what I mean? The way, yeah. like, they see the the planet, I mean, like, being... Of course, like, we believe, okay, that it's wrong, like, you know I mean, like, consume, like, animal products, you know I mean, like, make mm-hmm. animal, like, suffer, etc., etc. but doesn't mean, okay, because I'm vegan, I'm better than you if you're not yeah. vegan, or, you know what I mean? Like, me... Yeah. Yeah. Being like vegan, be like, um, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, vegan, uh, uh, this is my opinion, be vegan, black or, or white or gay or, or doesn't really define yeah. who you are, you know what I mean? So it's your attitudes, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's how you, it's you, well, you said it, we said it about you at the beginning, it's how you live your life. And I think any set of beliefs, anyone can be, can become, as I said, militant and kind of fascistic in their thinking and then use Absolutely. their set of beliefs to beat someone else up, you know? And, no, that's and why the word, yeah. that's why the word, I mean, the word like is the way it is, you know what I mean? It's boring, you know what I mean? It's so like frustrating, you know what I mean? It's so, I mean, it's too much anger out there, you know? Yeah, I mean? yeah, so yeah. I don't, I don't think like a, I don't feel like it's our thing. place it's my, to be out yeah, there. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Exactly. yeah. Yeah. And also, I mean, oh, sorry, go ahead, Gemma. No, I was just going to say that I'm going to support you on the, on the, the empathy front, because if you actively say, I do not want to be involved in the way animals are treated and farmed and reared, etc., all, all of it, all that, uh, violence, because it is violent, that is inarguable or unarguable. Um, then you've already made such a great stand but then how to how to then as you're saying live that and and kind of share it with other people without then oppressing other people because maybe they don't do that either do you, do yeah, you know what I mean exactly. yeah. yeah exactly on, Oppre- oppression is sort of the root of all evil mm. the more you, the the more you segregate one community the more segregation occurs elsewhere and then you think to yourself well at what point are we going to stop segregating people and are we going to start including people and start leading with love and and going down the route of positivity there's so much negativity in the world and so much hatred that we need to just start diluting that and if people don't listen to you know the medical facts of a plant-based diet being better for you if people are willing to live with the risk of diabetes heart problems high cholesterol high blood pressure all of those things that are have been documented as being directly related to leading um, an omni diet if they're not willing to listen to that then let's at least try and change things up a bit and try and lead with love and try and in, you know include positivity rather than being like you're not doing enough absolutely I actually, I have a friend um, called Carrie, and mm-hmm. she runs a vegan deli in Barry in mm. Wales. Yeah, yeah. Which is quite a closed-minded um, 
I don't, that feels a bit mean to no, say. No, no, my husband's Welsh. But, say what you want. Oh, is he? Um, He's so from North Wales. Oh, amazing. <laughs> so you'll, you'll know that in the Welsh culture with the restriction on learning Welsh and all that kind of yeah, thing, yeah. they they do tend to panic a bit if there's something that comes along and it's all new and they don't quite understand it. <laughs> And I'm being very general here, so it's all allowed. It's all allowed. But she actually said to me, "You know what? The most amount of hatred I receive is from vegans telling me that I'm not doing enough because I sell products that are um, produced in plastic, because I sell products that aren't necessarily environmentally friendly with the way that they're packaged mm-hmm. and all that kind of thing. So rather than people being like, Carrie, you are amazing. You've won a small business award. You're leading the plant-based way in, in Barry. You're changing perceptions. First UK, re- uh, first UK stocker of redefined meat. You know, she's doing all of this amazing things. And then we've got vegans that are going, no, you sell plastic, so you're not good enough. You can't join our group because you're not good enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think yeah. that's absolutely heartbreaking. Yeah. Which is the main reason why Will and I are currently working on uh, a big event next year. Are you? Uh, which is in the early stages. Yes. So very, very exciting. This is exciting. Um, this is going to, we're going to wrap the interview up, but I want to know all about this before we do. Okay. And then I have a no final problem. question for both of you. Okay, uh, so this is the exclusive. Yeah, nobody else knows about this outside of the um, So we uh, have taken some inspiration from uh, Jenny over in New York, yeah. who set up the International Women's Business Summit or the New York Vegan Women's Business Summit last uh, a couple of months ago. Yeah. And I got thinking, okay, well, why don't we have a UK-based Vegan Women's Summit where we celebrate female business owners, we celebrate vegans, uh, female vegans that are running businesses, you know, these badass female women um, or anyone who identifies as a woman, these badass people are creating these amazing businesses and we want to celebrate that for them. We want to get as much exposure for them as possible. So we're looking at setting up a summit, which is going to be a VLAND Presents um, UK-based female seminar. Wow. Uh, we're going to have stalls. There's going to be food. And it's going to be really exciting. Oh, that's and fantastic. Working... It's going to be... Sorry, but I cut you off and I want you to keep going. But it's actually going to be... It's not online. You can actually come nope. do it. You will be able to attend in person. And wow. We're looking at speakers. We're looking at holding a little conference. It's going to be really exciting. And now's You'd the be time. Cool. To... It's going to be very amazing, cool. amazing, amazing, amazing. If you need a speaker, I'm coming to come. I'd like to come and speak. Brilliant. Speaking oh, of brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I've really no, I've really put you on the spot. Afterwards, you can just go. I'm sorry, Gemma. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to say anything about, more about it, Will? This sounds fantastic. I mean, I'm, I'm very excited. I'm very excited about like Villain. I'm very excited about L. I mean, I feel like very blessed because like mm-hmm. I because we found her, and 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 again, I feel like very happy Villain because like in, in like in a short space i mean if you think we just launched villain a year and a half ago incredible and then and we're just about to launch ot over in new york city as well yeah we are launching like another project like in new york i mean so yeah i mean i mean we are doing very well, okay. Yeah, like yeah, if, yeah. And I've I've seen I've seen how well you're doing. And I do you know I've got one eye on the clock because I wanna I don't I kinda need to see the puppy sitter, but I wanna know about OT. Quickly tell me about <laughs> OT and then um, do you know what I'm gonna L, do? L, tell about OT. Hang on, do you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna take my headphones off. You are gonna talk about OT. 
and then I'm okay. going to come back in 30 seconds. <laughs> okay. No, no problem. Yes. Okay. I'm about OTL. Okay. okay. Tell so, me about OT and I'm going to pick my headphones up as if I was always here. Okay. <laughs> uh, so OT Magazine is being launched very, very soon over in the States. We have a solid team already that we've managed to hire into position. And um, we are looking at reviewing the hottest places to eat as vegans in New York City. We're going to look at vegan culture in New York City, which of course is going to be completely different to vegan culture in Britain or in the UK, I should say. Uh-huh. And the best point is the best part is um, we're going to be obviously traveling over to New York. The New York writers will be traveling over to the to the UK at some point, and we can do almost like a culture exchange. Oh, I love where that. we can be like take a look at everything that we're doing in the UK, and then we can see what they're doing in the US. So it's beneficial for VLand, it's beneficial for OT, and it's amazing for me and Will as well because we're getting to know so many businesses and so many different people and so many different products, and we're building up that. Um, that book of, you know, um, trusted suppliers and all that kind of things and people that get the OT stamp of approval, people that get the VLAN stamp of approval. And we're really just trying to change up how things are done, lead with love, show as much positivity as possible and just really do a good job and have fun while we're at it. Yes, and I can't wait to go to New York in September with Elle. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to sum up your business, which is about just love and community, Mm -hmm. isn't it? Love, community and compassion. Before you go, I've got one question for both of you, which is a really difficult question. It takes people ages. Okay. Okay. I'm going to give you time to think, Will. I'm going to ask Elle first. Oh, yes, please. So, Elle, if you were going to an island, any kind of island, yep. what five foods would you take with you? Any kind of, uh, you have a, a store cupboard, salt and pepper, olive oil, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Any climate, what would you take with you? Five favorite foods. So you can my, change your mind tomorrow. Okay. My number one food is tofu. I mm. love tofu so mm-hmm. much. So just a, just a side note, do I have a tofu press on the island or would that be considered one of my... You certainly do because I will be coming to use it with you. Oh, amazing. Yeah. In that case, I would want um, tofu, yeah. vegan fish sauce. Yeah. Um, I would go for a teriyaki sauce just so that we can really play about with flavors. Yeah. Um, rice. Yeah. What kind of would rice? That be a, uh, do you know what? I'm partial to coconut rice, jasmine rice, Thai rices, oh, spiced rices. Yeah. So all of those things. And then my fifth. What would my fifth item be? No, you've got two more. You've had rice. Oh, two more. Mooch. Mooch? What's that? Mooch. Nutritional yeast. Oh, nutritional yeast. Of course. Yes. Okay. And corn flour. Because with corn flour and tofu, you can do anything. Ooh, I'm going to have to talk to you about that afterwards. Will, what are your your foods? Oh, Elle, you hate me. You are too healthy. (laughs) 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 You take, okay. You take, okay. Banana. Yeah. Bananas, okay. Banana. Strawberries. Yeah. yeah. Banana. Strawberries. Um Otis. Otis. Okay. Yeah. Also I would take uh Mac plant. I know it's bullshit, but like yeah, it's like from from, from McDonald's. <laughs> Mac plant, okay. Oh the and, plant. Yeah, I the Mac plant. What's a Mac plant? No, 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 sorry, my, you know you know my accent, Mac plant. <laughs> sorry. I, I thought and, you meant some kind of like garden shrub or something. Okay, Mac plant, yeah. And also, I think like some pasta, you know, mm. like yeah, what kind like of pasta? pasta you know, what so. kind of pasta? Uh, maybe like gnocchi. Yeah, how you know, say in English gnocchi? Gnocchi, gnocchi, yeah, gnocchi, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think like I would, I would 
that's why you take. I think like the well, at least I'm taking like banana and strawberries. Like you know. <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say you yeah. accuse me of being too healthy. And yeah, it's like, healthy. Oh, yeah. And so <laughs> I know, but then the Mac plant, okay, like you know, uh, you know, like I mean, yeah. It doesn't have to be healthy because I would just take wine and crisps. So you know, stop right oh, there. I didn't even yeah. think about wine. Okay, thank you. Yeah. I love you both, and thank um, you. Thank you so much. I love for you. On. Thank you very thank much. You. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you for everything. It's been gorgeous. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Thanks, Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Love This Food Thing. If you'd like to reach me, I'm on Instagram at Love This Food Thing, or you can head to our website, lovethisfoodthing.com. Join our community. Everyone's welcome. Catch you in the next episode.